0: That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org slash skills.
1: Hey, it's Rachel Cook, your Modern Mentor. I'm the founder of Lead Above Noise, a firm specializing in helping teams and organizations optimize their working experience. I use a framework to help companies understand the employee experience. It's got these four pillars you may have heard me yammer on about before, but at its core, it's really about creating the conditions in which our teams can deliver, develop, connect, and thrive. What's been so interesting to me over these past few years is how the lens of these pillars has really helped me make sense of what's been happening in the world of work. Like really early in 2020, when the corporate world went remote, like overnight, companies understandably were focused on that deliver pillar. They were asking questions like, how do we do our work and equip our teams and meet with our clients and customers? The logistics of just getting work done got so hard. And so Deliver was where I was focused. After a few months, the question shifted to that connect pillar. Now the conversation was more like, okay, we're getting our work done, but we are all feeling kind of isolated and lonely. We've hired new people we've never met in person, and Zoom is sucking the life out of us. How do we start to reignite a feeling of connection? And so that's where I focused. And then at some point, the great resignation hit and suddenly companies were like, hey, we need to invest in our talent so they don't leave us. We need to remind people we care about their growth. We want to help them achieve new things and feel challenged and expanded. And so that develop pillar became the driving force. Can you see where I may be heading next? Yes, it is time to thrive. Because these past few months have been a new brand of draining and exhausting. There's been creepy corporate surveillance and talk of recession, and we've seen layoffs, or even just have had anxiety about the possibility of layoffs. Our tanks are running near empty, and leaders are finally recognizing the need to get some thrive back into the workplace to refuel and recharge their teams. So if you or your team or your workplace has been running near empty lately, let's talk about a few strategies you can use to start to reinfuse a feeling of thrive around you. Thriving for me is about wellness. It's about our energy, our feeling of zing around being at work. And three trusted levers I like to pull are balance, appreciation, and recognition. So let's start there. Balance for me is not about having a perfect day. It doesn't have to mean signing off exactly at 5 p.m. or doing daily yoga. It's about having a sense of control. You feel empowered to manage your energy, to live a life outside of work. To know when it's time to say no and to feel comfortable doing so. In practice, it means you can and you do set boundaries. Your out of work life can happen fully, and you can manage your work within those boundaries. You can sign off in the evening and be with your family, or your dog, or your book, or your side hustle, or just because you're done. You're clear on your priorities. You know what you need to achieve and why. And by default, what you don't need to focus on or invest in. Your energy is a priority to you and to those around you, and time to breathe and reflect is valued. You feel safe asking for help because you know asking for help is not a sign of weakness, but of clarity and courage. So how do we do this? We all need to start by setting small boundaries, by saying no when overwhelm strikes and asking confidently for help. Leaders need to be role modeling this and talking positively about it when they see it in action. Saying things like, hey, Ying, thank you for letting me see how full your plate is right now. I am happy to take that analysis from you so you can focus on this pitch. Small actions and moments of validation seed progress.
0: This episode is brought to you by AARP. Ten years from today, Lisa Schneider will trade in her office job to become the leader of a pack of dogs
2: then you know the importance of Associated Press style, and you also know the frustration of keeping up with its ever-changing rules and recommendations. I'm Mignon Fogarty, better known as Grammar Girl, and to help you with those challenges, I've created a course that you and your team don't want to miss. It covers the latest updates to AP style, and we even talk about the new AP guidelines for writing about and experimenting with AI. And we have a special deal running right now. If you purchase the on-demand course with the code McMill, that's M-A-C-M-I-L, you get a ninety dollar discount. So whether you're working on a pitch, a business agreement, or a story, don't let embarrassing writing mistakes hold you back. Get the course at bit.ly slash grammar on demand, all lowercase, and sign up with the code
1: McMill. Next up is appreciation. As in we all want to feel appreciated for showing up and pitching in. We want to feel like our work matters. I heard this interview with researcher Dan Ariely. He did this experiment where he brought people into a lab to build Bionicles, these tiny robots made of Lego. He paid them a small amount of money for each one they built until they said, OK, I'm done. But here's the kicker people were unknowingly placed into one of two groups. In group one, the person would build a bionicle and then hand it to Arieli, who would set it aside and ask them to build another. He'd repeat this until they tapped out. In Group 2, the process was identical except for one difference. When a bionicle was built and handed over, Ariely would break it apart and dump the free Legos back into the box. And guess what he found? People in Group 1 built about 50% more bionicles than those in Group 2. To be clear, these bionicles weren't being used for anything, and the effort and exertion were identical in both groups. But the experience of seeing something you just made broken down into pieces again was just so demotivating. I'll put a link to the interview in the show notes if you want to hear the full story. I'm guessing your team doesn't make a whole lot of bionicles, but the point is this. People are working for more than just a paycheck. They want to feel like their work means something. Did someone build a deck for a meeting that got canceled? Thank them for an insight you took from their data or tell them you still plan to use that deck in your next one-to-one with your boss or a colleague. Did a colleague recommend a book or a podcast that you consumed? Let them know you valued the RECO. Tell them something you learned and applied. As priorities shift and as projects get decommissioned, don't let people feel like their time and energy were wasted. Appreciation is so easy to bring to life. And making sure people feel like their efforts matter does wonders for the spirit. And now let's talk about recognition. You know, recognition is often conflated with appreciation, but actually they are very much not the same thing. Appreciation is about feeling like your work has mattered. It's a celebration of effort, of input. Recognition is feeling honored for an achievement or an outcome. It's an act of rewarding someone for a job well done. And it doesn't only come from a leader or even from money. Recognition can happen in any direction, and it comes in many forms. When someone pitches an idea that leads to a product or a process innovation, call it out. Give them that credit. When someone pitched in on a project that wasn't technically theirs to own, but they knew they could add value, make sure their boss knows they went the extra mile. Help people see the link between their exertion and an outcome that mattered. Help them feel celebrated. In bigger moments, this might mean a promotion or a salary bump, but also a well-written thank you note, a shout out at a team meeting, an opportunity to lead a pitch or a project. These are all valued forms of recognition. These are just a few ways you might dial up the thrive factor at work. How do you refuel tanks and spirits in your workplace? I'd love to hear your ideas. Shoot me an email anytime. Join me next week for another great episode. Until then, visit my website at leadabovenoise.com if your organization is looking to dial up its employee experience or deliver some leadership development that activates change. You can follow Modern Mentor on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Find and follow me on LinkedIn. Thanks so much for listening and have a successful week. Modern Mentor is a quick and dirty tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Dan Fyrebend with script editing by Adam Cecil. Our podcast and advertising operations specialist is Morgan Christensen. Our digital operations specialist is Holly Hutchings. Our marketing and publicity associate is Davina Tomlin, and our intern is Cameron Lacey.